Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The, um, but yeah, I, I think they're going to be the one seed. But the original thing I'm talking about was Kings and their, their road trip. Going to the Cleveland team that was, that was red hot. Um, yeah, just the way they played on that road trip. And like, there's a there's opportunities I feel for the King moving forward. Now it's not always gonna hey prove this to me or they can prove this and that like be what I call opportunities. Set yourself up with the way you played on trip. So now you're in a situation where got I forget last I think they won the last half before they left. But say these next two games, you could set yourself up now to be like yeah we're eight and two in our ten. Mm-hmm. I mean like. You opportunity to like really start building on something as a as a as a team unit, and I love that they put themselves in that with that big time role. I mentioned yesterday. I'll mention it to you. I love tonight's game. No, Detroit's not good. Understand that. I think this had some games where they were competitive. There was there was there were there were two points. That mm-hmm. Both I'm starting to feel even remotely realistic, though it would probably be hard to tell some of those that it's not realistic. One is should a deal. Have be done before clock tonight. The Kings are going to be short, mm-hmm. right? They're going to be shooted and there's going to be a weird. Doesn't mean they can't. Just saying those are fact game tonight. The other one, those made, and maybe you've got a couple of an edge. Maybe they had conversation agents. Maybe they had. Doesn't mean a deal's getting done. Tomorrow. Doesn't mean a deal is getting done. The game's over. That's because Kevin Hurt subbed out a little earlier than he is. Doesn't mean he was just traded game, mm-hmm. right? It just, I'm sympathetic to these, but they might be going over the course of the next three hours. Mm-hmm. They're better. A lot better than Detroit. I just don't this game tonight, and I'm they can come out and, and play well right at the beginning. I think if they can set the tone in the further, they'll be in really, really good shape. I don't want this to be where they're battling um, like a 12, 14, 15 point depth after the first quarter. Yeah. Again, they could do it. We saw them do it against men, right? right? Like we right. we can see them do it. Live. Yeah, you, you, you just set the tone quick. All the concerns, I think, for everybody aviated. You're just in a flow basketball and. You know, you you try to close out basically what you did against Chicago. Try to close out though a little than you did when you were in Chicago. No, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Um, I just I like the way they're playing, and now we're mm-hmm. getting into. I've this for like two weeks now. 
They like the way they're playing. They're playing good basketball. So if they continue to play way, I think they oh, – if it's a 20 – I don't know nothing about that, but I just know that they should win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. The 6-43 and 43 team there. That's, cra- that's a crazy – 6-43. Four- <laughs> that is a crazy – I haven't really looked the Pistons in a while. I know they beat Oki, uh, uh What, what are, are they on a – the start of a road trip for them? Let me see. The question, I don't know. I'm just fixated. If Detroit, uh, Boston has 12 – Cleveland is the hottest team on the planet now. Boston has five games on Cleveland right now, who's Man. the two seed. Again, Boston, uh, Boston's lost times. Detroit's won six times. That's correct. I'm not sure that Detroit's going to get to 12. I, I'm not I'm not. I don't, I don't see how it I'd happens. be more likely to say I'm sure they're not. One, two, three, four, five. This is the start of a six-game road trip tonight. Mm. For is that split through the All-Star break? Uh, yes. So there's probably four or five of them before the break? Yeah. Because the Kings still have four so before the break, right? They had, yeah, it's, it's uh, five before the break and then one coming out of them. Got you. Yeah. Indiana coming out. Of, so it's a, it's a West Coast trip right now. They go home for the All-Star game and they start off in Indiana. Bro, <laughs> Pacers basketball is so stupid right now. What they got going on? It's a hundred. It, it was hundred and thirty-two to one hundred and twenty-nine last night. Did they win. I can. They did. Yeah. Yeah, against Houston. That's right. They were losing. That's why. It was one hundred and thirty-two to one hundred and twenty-nine. Just every night. Let's get up one forty. They're they they one fifty. They got a they got a good little squad. They that's not gonna get it done. They do have a good squad. I, I don't think that's gonna. But get they, it done. they man, they are really leaning into this. Ah, the hell with. The hell with defense thing. They um when they play one thirty three to one thirty one, one twenty nine to one twenty four. Jeez, I scored one hundred twenty two in a loss to Sacramento. <laughs> Not that one. Yeah, this is ridiculous. So the other thing that I've, I thought about and looked at with the Kings too is just bringing up the old conversation. Are they still not good because of their point differential? <laughs> They're plus .5 right now. Yeah, They're nine drops. games over 500. They take care of business tonight. Say they win by seven. I don't know what that changes the point differential. But they're 10 games over. Well, they dropped half a point. They lost to uh, Cleveland by, what was it, 16? Mm. Yeah, they lost to Cleveland by 16. That dropped their, dropped their point differential to .5. Mm. It was one. We were celebrating that their <laughs> point differential was a whole point, and now maybe people would think that they're good. Um, the funny thing, the funny thing about that 16 point loss to Cleveland is you see a 16 point loss. You look at the score, you could constitute that as a blowout. Mm-hmm. I never felt like the Kings were getting blown out in that game. Like there was a moment in the fourth quarter where it was like, all right, yeah, yeah, they ain't going to get this one. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's whatever they're out of this one, but it wasn't like, it wasn't the Philadelphia game. Right. Right. Some of these right. blowouts for the Kings, they've been over in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. That's not how. That's not how I took this Cleveland game at all. And I thought they played they played hard in that game too. You know, to, yeah, to try absolutely. And battle back. I thought absolutely. they they continued to try to battle back um, in that game. I didn't have a. You, so I know there was a big discussion. At least I think there was about the Kings. The reason one of the reasons why the Cavs shot so well is because the Kings make things so easy for the other team. They feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, out there going up against the Kings because we see a lot of times. A lot of teams do it. They they do it well. I 
I didn't think that was the case on Thursday. That may be true just in general. I didn't think that was the case on Thursday. I thought Cleveland played really well. I thought they shot the ball really well. Like, they didn't even touch the rim. Like, they were they were feeling great. They had been playing great. And I thought the Kings played hard to try to get back into that game mm-hmm. uh, when they were down by 18 or something like that. They they kept pressing, and they just didn't have enough. But I, I thought they played pretty good. Yeah, there were a couple of points. Well, not with, pretty good. I thought they played pretty hard. Yeah, there were a couple of points where I thought they might actually be able to you know, make, make this thing really close at the end. Yeah, make Donovan were, beat them late. Yeah, that, four, that start of the fourth quarter, I, I, I said, they're doing what I asked them to do. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to push this thing to seven or eight before Donovan gets in, and that damn Bickerstaff called and then, <laughs> Well, thank God, thank God Bickerstaff's not on the hot seat anymore. Oh, man. Goodness gracious. They was ready to get Bickerstaff out of there. Now he, he's lost one game in the last four weeks or whatever it is. The dude is playing phenomenal. The yeah. team is playing phenomenal, I should say. Um. Yeah, take care of business tonight. You'd like to see that. I think tomorrow comes and goes. That's, that's kind of been the theme. Like you're seeing some deals done. Xavier Tillman headed to the Boston Celtics from Memphis. Uh, you're seeing a couple of other small moves to bolster the end of end of end of benches, rosters, and so on. I don't think. I, I don't even know. I was leaning towards maybe Sacramento does something like that. I'm not even sure. I'm willing to lean that direction. Yeah. I think this might be the Sacramento Kings for the rest of the season. Well, like I told you, not and if we're getting with it, if, if this, if, if we got aggressive HB for the next forty games, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm with 22 it. Twenty-two the other night. I'm with it. I yeah. see you, leading HB. scorer. Yeah, I see. I just, I just oh, my, wasn't familiar my, with the game. Mike, Mike Brown said, "Hey, Harrison, you know you can shoot. I can. I didn't know. Well, I'll start shooting. Like that's how, that's how it went down. He we, didn't know. We went over the." Uh, <laughs> We went over HB's averages the last, I think it was seven or eight games, like mm-hmm. from when he, when he, when clearly there was a shift and he started shooting, and he hit damn near all of the averages just in this game against Cleveland where he mm-hmm. scored twenty two. He'd been averaging, he went from averaging, I think it was nine points to yeah. twenty. He went from shooting on average seven times to fourteen and a half. Damn, man. he went from shooting, I think it was three threes a game to shooting eight threes again. <laughs> in this Cleveland game, 15 field goal attempts, 10 three-point attempts, and 22 points. Man. Man. I don't know, like, but like I'm all, said, I don't know what. I don't know what it was, man, but I'm all for it. If it, if this is the Harrison that you're getting for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll take that. You can win with that. You can win with that level mm-hmm. of aggression, that yep. level of assertiveness. So I just keep them here. I, I don't, I'm not tripping off that. I like, the whole thing is, I think a lot of people are like, oh, you want Harrison gone or you're trying to move. No, like I, the Harrison that was playing, yeah, he had to go. But Harrison Barnes in general, the guy that I know throughout the course of his career, was not a superstar, but he wasn't what we had seen in the first 30 games of the season. He ain't that. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a lot better than that. If we're getting the traditional Harrison Barnes, absolutely, he could stay here and this team could win. They can win with that Harrison Barnes, but it just didn't feel like we were getting that. Nine one six nine oh nine at thirteen twenty. Let's get our man T C. What's hey. up, baby? Yes, sir, Kenny. What's up with it, bro? You all good, man? Nice to see you back, man. Nice to see y'all, man. I, uh, Sky River, brother. Hey, man. Appreciate it, man. Everything is good. I'm blessed, and uh, it was it was great seeing you, big dog, man. T C. He's that dude in real life. Can I man. tell you my favorite part about T C. Is I ran back into the humidor uh-huh. to tell Lizzie. He's like, hey, Lizzie, someone wants to see you. <laughs> 
but I didn't tell him who. So he was like, someone wants to see me? He's like, yeah. So he kind of cautiously comes out of the humidor, and I'm not telling him who that person is in front of us. And so TC comes up, and he's anime. Hey, what's up, bro? What's up? What's up? And Lizzie's not really sure who it is until he hears the voice. And the best part is when Lizzie realized who it was, he went into yeah. character. He was like, hey, hey, what's up, Kenfo? Oh, I love Lizzie so much. That was my favorite part of the day. He did, though. He did. Hey, 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 look, man, that was good to see everybody. But, Kenny, I was good to see Ramsey, wasn't it? His little grouchy ass sitting on the patio. Man, I I went to go holler at the homie, man. It's all good, man. Me and Ramsey, good, man. Thank you for bringing us all good. All love, man. Always. Always. For sure. Hey, but Kenny, me yeah, and D'Lo yeah. and Jesse were talking about this yesterday. Quit acting like you didn't see that play when Domas was yelling at the refs, bro. That was that was in the middle of a run. Like, I thought he was. But, I thought he was yelling at people. I, like I said, no. I haven't been able to pull it up, so I don't know. Watching it in real time, I haven't watched the game back. I thought he was saying like, "Yo, somebody let me know. Somebody come. No, just let me know. Somebody's trying to steal the. Just let me know. So much I want to fly. Let you know that what." <laughs> It's crazy we can't even talk basketball no more, man. It's crazy. Y'all ruined it. <laughs> Y'all ruined it. We'll uh, come back. Yeah, quit acting like you didn't see that, Casey. <laughs> we'll come back. You want to get in on these lines, man, please do. Hey, 916-909-1320. Uh, we'll see coming up. I want to talk more basketball. Mm-hmm. But at some point, man, I got a Super Bowl week, man. Uh, I know. Super Bowl week, man. And I've been I, I just been hearing stuff, man. I knew I've been was, hearing stuff. I knew there was no way you were gonna be out the entire week. I knew there was no way you were going to miss your I've been hearing day. stuff. Okay. I just want to talk about it. We'll talk about it then. Maybe even more while you were sleeping. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, got, I got some. When D-Lo and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just trying to get answers here during the commercial break. Couldn't seem to get It's a regular house. There is no lake. What's this guy talking about? Jesse, is there a lake or is there not a lake? Kenny doesn't want to call it a lake. That's fine. But there's a body of water there. That's fine. That wasn't even my house. There's a, there's a big body of water that you're not allowed to walk around. Literally. <laughs> it was the clubhouse. And yeah, it's not your house because you don't call those houses, Kenny. It was the clubhouse. It wasn't my house. They call them clubhouses. That's fine. Kenny's got a clubhouse so, at his compound. Some right. people call them different things. Right. He's a baller, I Kenny. Know. These guys, man. I tell I don't you, know. man. I tell you. I, real, okay. We got time. time. While you do were your, sleeping. Do your thing. Yep. Will no, Z no, will no. join us later. Okay. I, I, no, I want to hear this while no, you're no, sleeping. No, go ahead. Right. Do it's it. in the Niners. It's in the Niners. I do not care what day. I'm just happy you're here. What talk about? I'm happy to be back. The WWE. <laughs> well, on Friday. Yeah. On its surface. Yeah. So, I think John David tagged us in the, the stare down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, snap, this is crazy. It wasn't until later that I saw how we got to the stare down. Mm-hmm. With Cody saying what he said and everything. Mm-hmm. People were upset. People are still upset. Rock can't even post on social media. The Rock <laughs> is getting more back for this than when he endorsed Biden and Kamala Harris for, for, for president <laughs> and vice president. Think about that for a second. The Rock is getting murdered in Instagram comments. Because he took Cody Rhodes' main event spot. Dwayne so, Hulk Hogan Johnson. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> so there was uh, yesterday was however many years since, uh, how about the plastic surgery? Huh? Yeah, 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 I saw that the, on my t- <laughs> Since the main event, yep, um, 1988. So the wrestling people need to settle down. They need to, I understand Cody. I, 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 I don't have the same sentiment that they have about wanting to see, like, I don't. I'm not against it, but mm. I'm not like no. It's it's Cody or nothing else. Like it's like no. It's The Rock. This is dope. It's fine. But at the same time, have you read the same reports that I heard that it wasn't? Oh, The Rock forced his way in. It was Punk's injury that messed everything up. That's what I heard. So here's here's my. I don't think they can get the report straight. Mm. So. The, the the punk injury seemed to have played a part in this, right? Like, mm-hmm. night one was set, punk versus Rollins. Night two was set, Cody versus Roman. And we were like, all right, that's that's weird. But now there's a report that this was a part of the TKO deal about him joining the board, that he also gets the, that, that, that this is a part of him joining back with the WWE. Mm-hmm. I think that's silly. Like, I, I find too. that really hard to believe. However, I did read something this morning in The Hollywood Reporter that I hadn't read before. Hmm. And it was following that day at the New York Times Exchange, the New York Stock Exchange, where The Rock was brought up and acknowledged like he's a part of the board now, he's a part of the company. This was before Vince was out. Mm -hmm. He, along with Nick Khan, and maybe it was... Ariel Hawani, or, or not Ariel Hawani, um, that's the I'm MMA guy. He'd have moved up. Ari, Ari Emanuel. Okay. I, it might have been him, but it was definitely Nikon. And The Rock mm. met like with talent and employees 
at WWE headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut. I had, and Vince didn't. So again, this was before Vince was out. Out. This was that same day, or either or, or the day after the New York Stock Exchange. So The Rock had met with people. So maybe his role was a little bit bigger than I originally thought it was. Mm-hmm. But I find it really hard to believe that he said, "Well, I'll do this if you give me the main event at WrestleMania." Yeah, and 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 also the way the way it played out at the Royal Rumble. With Cody pointing at Roman doesn't make any sense. And Rome, the video, the, I know there was two cameras. There was one on set too, but it ended with the video on the camera on Roman, mm-hmm. and like that's what they were going to. And nobody knew, especially at that point, uh, what Punk's injury was. That makes more sense to me than The Rock just coming and bogarting his way and saying, "I'm." Well, that's the, the other man. thing. He would have done it in a span of five days. From Sunday to to Friday, right? Or I guess maybe Monday to Friday, mm-hmm. he would have he would have come in and, and changed everything. Like I don't I don't buy any of that. I feel like they've known. They just got a lot of explaining to do, mm. and, they and never... I think they could explain it tomorrow. I don't know how you do it. Like if you're actually moving forward with Rock and Roman mm-hmm. tomorrow, you there are things that I think you have to do. There are things that, like The Rock has to say, he he tagged one of his tweets, like the or his Instagram video that he was getting murdered in the tweets, uh, the comments about. I think he tagged like the Last Supper, mm. so it's like or hashtag or whatever. It's like, okay, so is this it? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do this. I'm gonna go out here and be at this WrestleMania, you know, conference. I'm gonna acknowledge. You can even use that word. I'm acknowledging Cody Rhodes. Mm. Because he's allowing me to be here. But let us be clear. I'm not wrestling Roman Reigns for the heavyweight championship. I'm wrestling Roman Reigns for my family's honor. Mm. I'm wrestling Roman Reigns to remind him who the head of the table is. Mm -hmm. And when I'm done, he'll know. And I'm going to go about my business as a member of the WWE board or or whatever. Mm -hmm. And make no mistake about it. This man to my right left whatever. Won the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. He's going to face Roman Reigns. And you say the date. Mm-hmm. You say the date and you say the location and the match is set. You have Roman and Cody set with the clear indication that the outcome of the Rock-Roman rant match doesn't matter for Cody finishing his story. Now, I don't know what the hell you do with Cody at <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> unless he's in this triple threat match or whatever. They're working Drew McIntyre into this Seth Rollins thing with Cody and, somehow. And, Drew, and Drew's worked himself into this stuff. He's done, he, I like, I like, he's done a great job. It's the first job. time I've liked Drew in years. He's done a great job. I just I don't like triple threat matches. Mm-hmm. You could be so cheap with him. Mm-hmm. But if it protects Cody and, it, and every like, fine, whatever. I don't care. Uh, Do I, don't, I, don't, I think this is too – inside wrestling i don't i don't think this was ever because i think the original plan was what it was and then punk got hurt and they had to pivot but somebody was talking about it was um o'shea jackson did you see his tweet about he said if you want to you can put roman and cody on survivor series because he laid out the history and you tell me if it's actual or not but he said the, the Survivor Series was started because Dusty was dominating with Starcade in November. 
And Vince started Survivor Series to combat that and to get November in there. Dominated is a tough word. <laughs> well, that's not, that's, that's, a, that's so, so Survivor. That's that's, a, that's, a, that's accurate. But this was Survivor Series before Survivor Series, so there was nothing there. That's why it made right. me say dominated. Survivor Series was created to it was counter programming, mm-hmm. and Vince kind of flexed his muscle a little mm-hmm. bit with pay per view companies at the time because he had WrestleMania, which was a proven commodity, the right. only proven pay per view commodity outside of boxing. Right. Um. So to say. Dominate. It wasn't dominating against Survivor Series, but it was yeah. dominating because there was nothing else there. Yeah. And Vince came in and put something there. That's a long stretch to get Roman to. Well, the the thing about it is you get Roman the record and you get Cody beating Roman at the, the pay-per-view that Vince created to crush his dad. Well, what about if he did it at the Garden? That's well, because, that's what he said too. He said, "Oh, do Survivor Series yeah, at the Garden?" He oh, he's got all of it covered. Yeah, yeah he okay. said, "If it's the, at the Garden, that just adds it to a whole nother thing." So, <sighs> that's a long wait. It is. That's a long, long wait. But it's but that's when the seven only seven more months. Yeah, the, there's only one of. It's actually before the other time you would do it, which would be next WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and it's after SummerSlam where you want to do it. I there's think, a bash in Berlin too that I know yeah, that they're doing. I, I don't even know what like that. Some of that Australia stuff, yeah. Germany, all that. Well, Australia's in a couple weeks. Yeah, I like that idea. I like Survivor Series. I don't know what you're doing, SummerSlam. You're gonna be able to you you gonna you 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 held you did a great you held people's attention for an entire year, and it worked. Mm-hmm. There are people who hate it. Those little those, the, the the little fans they they hate that Cody lost at WrestleMania last year. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a gutsy call, but it's worked to perfection. Mm-hmm. But you have to pay it off. Like, can you hold people's attention for Cody Rhodes for another seven months? I think so, because you got Roman. Mm. But you'll probably is- have Roman in and out. Roman's defended the title like three or four times since since WrestleMania. Yeah, well, that's tough. He, he let he reminded Seth Rollins of that. That was cold. <laughs> I I I I I didn't like that promo. You didn't like it. No, like cuz you did because you know why I didn't like it cuz it was all true. <laughs> he he said that title is for all of the guys I beat. Yeah, yeah. You com- you crap, you just <laughs> like you destroyed that the whole concept of that championship in 5 minutes. Yeah, the title's stupid anyway. I don't disagree, <laughs> which is why I ultimately think what they should do is Cody win that. They merge the two titles, and then they go on to Netflix, and you just go back to what they used to do where guys wrestled on both shows, and you get rid of this dumb idea of the brand split, which isn't even a real thing anymore. Mm. Hasn't been a real thing in years. And I also think you I, I think you put Triple H firmly in charge of, mm. of all creative decision-making, and you remove anyone who has anything to do with Vince McMahon. Uh, there are, and there aren't very off. many left. There's probably it's probably Bruce Pritchard and maybe one or two other guys, but you yeah. remove all of them. They, um, I like O'Shea's idea though. I, I like it. it. I think I think the only thing that I can't remember is like how do you get, what do you do at SummerSlam? How do you get through WrestleMania is like sixty days away? How do you get through it? You just keep on moving. You keep what? on moving. I, I, Rock versus Roman is going to get you. So entertainment tonight wouldn't Seth ha- wouldn't wouldn't Cody have to beat Seth? Yeah, and Seth like would it, lose would be, again. it would be it would be the it would be the the Sami Zayn thing. Like people, 
you know, it, it to me it made no sense for Sami Zayn to win the title, mm-hmm. right? But Sami was crazy over mm-hmm. at that stretch leading into WrestleMania. They threw him on night one with Kevin Owens. They had an incredible match with the Usos. They won the title. That was the beginning of the end of the bloodline, mm-hmm. and everybody was happy. You better give them something to be happy about. All right, at WrestleMania, at WrestleMania with Cody Rhodes. Yeah. You, yeah, and it might come at it. the expense of Seth Rollins uh, uh, again. Come at this expense of Seth, and then you've got SummerSlam where you can run it all back if you need to. Mm-hmm. Run it all back. Plus, you got the Usos. Plus, you got uh, the women stuff. Like I think, I think Rhea and, and Jade might. Jade, yeah, that might one be, could, Yeah, that that, that could I don't want to say main event at SummerSlam, but close to it. Um. The Detroit Pistons are finalizing a deal to send guard Monte Morris to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Good. They're so, in fact, it'll be the Detroit Pistons who are shorthanded. <laughs> so the, the funny, thing I, the nice the funny thing I was thinking, it's like when you were telling me that and you weren't wrong, I was like, doesn't that hold true for the Pistons? Oh, though? 100%. They got a yeah. lot of uncertainty of, you know, who's going to be there after tomorrow and all this other stuff. Hey, Will, what do the numbers say about the Rock and Roman at WrestleMania? <laughs> well, um, do you have Roman a website for has... that yet? <laughs> Roman actually has a plus 36 uh, win loss. <laughs> so 72 wins, 36 defeats. No, that's um, the rock more like is... 76 wins, zero defeats. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just looked up. I heard you guys were talking about it. I was like, let's pull up some wrestling stats. I don't know if these are right. What, but, are, what website yeah. are you on to pull up wrestling stats? I love this. <laughs> Wrestlingdata.com. That's tremendous. I, I love it. <laughs> Oh, I no, love I'm, it so much. I'm I'm looking right now. Roman is seven ninety five and three twenty three. This says percentage though. I think, yeah, I still think that's his number of fights though. Fights. Pay per view, he's oh, seventy one and thirty seven. Will found a wrestling number site. I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, Will, you are just the absolute best man. In NXT, he was fourteen and one. Well. It was good in NXT. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we learned that the Pistons will be shorthanded tonight with uh, Monte Morris headed to the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's I actually think that's too. a good pickup for me. I like that for the Timberwolves. Yeah, that's a yeah. good pickup for them, which is a pain in yeah. the ass because I think we play them three times. Damn. Yeah, that well, sounds right. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, Will, how are you feeling about tonight's game? Any 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 anxiety over playing a bad basketball team the day before the trade deadline? I don't think so. Um, I don't know. Detroit's just so bad in so many different areas, but at the same time, the Kings have shot themselves in the foot so many times mm. where I could see them losing and I don't want it to be the, the fallback on the first game after a long road trip. Like, Oh, sorry. I can't we have wait to hear that multiple times tonight. Everybody take a shot. Whenever that's said, oh, no, it's everybody gonna take a drink. Oh, if they get down, it's going to happen. But, I mean, you look at Detroit, and they just, they're the classic team where they're bad on offense, they're bad on defense. So the Kings will have to be bad in so many different in order to lose. It, it's possible, but the big thing for me is just don't have forced turnovers that we see with, I think it was Memphis. Came back and won, but they turned it over a lot of stairs, and we've seen that with some other uh, bad teams that played this year, yeah. especially with the Pistons. They averaged the lowest points off turnovers in the league. Uh, where'd it go? Person here. 13 points. 
Uh, and they turned over, the Pistons turned the ball over 15 times, mm. second most in the league. So it's something where they should have the advantage in the possession game. But that's one ways that I could see them losing tonight is just being sloppy with the ball. That and that's kind of well. I'm trying to think back to that first game. I thought they were happy early on, and then they cleaned it mm-hmm. up as the game went along. But I also remember Pistons just just shooting the lights out from beyond the arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, especially Bojan to start. Yeah, Bojan cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm looking. That's at, right. They hit a ton of threes. Yeah, especially yeah. in that first like seven to ten in the first quarter or something like that. Um, and it feels like if the king once the exactly game got regular, yeah. Once the game got regular, things smoothed out, and the Kings were able to enforce their will on on this Pistons team. Is there any way outside of hitting threes that the the Forty ers that the Pistons? Where's your head at? <laughs> that the Pistons can make this a game outside? Like if they yeah. if they're shooting what they normally shoot from three, is do they have enough? Scoring inside, like you talked about, they don't really score turnovers and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Where can where can they be effective if they're not hitting a three ball? Yeah, I looked really hard for the swing stat. It's tough uh, for a game like this, but I wanted to try and find something for that exact type of question. And I ended up on second chance points. Pistons, mm-hmm. in their wins, they average 18.2 second chance points and give up 10.3. So in their wins, they're winning that battle by about eight points. In their losses, they have 13.5 and give up 14.6. So they're losing that battle by a point in their losses. So second chance points. Offensive rebounds to me are very much just a hustle stat. Like, are you going to go after the ball? Are you going to let your opponent outwork you? And again, that kind of gets into the effort against a bad team. So that's what stood out to me as another possibility, Kenny is if they kind of get a lot of second-chance points and the Kings just aren't finishing those defensive possessions. So two things. I just had this weird – Marvin's not going to be in Sacramento this year, is he? No, no, he missed it. Because Washington's already been here. And then the Pistons games tonight. Like, he – no, we don't get to see Marvin this year. No Marvin. Oh, man. He was playing well last night. On the way of flip side. He's done some good things in Washington. Um. You guys were talking about the way that the Pistons shot the first time these two teams played. They scored 47 points in the first quarter and 48 in the next two. (laughs) They scored 18 (laughs) points in the second quarter. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. (laughs) Well, more, 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 more than, and they scored 15 in the fourth quarter, but more insane than, like, they stink. They scored 47 against Sacramento in the first quarter. That's absolutely ridiculous. That's crazy. And as frustrated as I think we all were, I'll speak for myself. (laughs) They can't keep shooting like this. No. There's no No, way. That's how it felt. There's no way. They're hitting everything, but I mean, they they got some. I say this all the time about almost every team, and they're six and forty three. Like they're no good, yeah. but they have some ball players. They have yeah. guys that mm-hmm. I think are talented, and I think I think the first time Cade did not play. I think Cade is playing tonight. So, right. you know, he's still questionable on the latest injury report. Okay, same as Bojan. Okay, mm. yeah. I think Bojan being out will be a huge thing because he can get going, like. At any time, he's a he bucket, he and he's the type of guy who, when he gets hot, the team will just feed him. Like there's no, 
no restraint in his shots when he gets going. So mm. I think if he's out, I'm feeling a lot more comfortable. But you never know who's going to get on a heater, and wow. he definitely can well, also, beat that player. Also, the Kings um, played without Harrison Barnes that first time around. Well, not <laughs> literally played without Harrison Barnes. Just <laughs> kind of figured they hadn't had a conversation with Harrison at that had point. The, they haven't had the conversation with Harrison yet. Come on, man. Harrison, hey, hey, hold on, man. Come on. Harrison played 14 minutes, 0 for one, one rebound, was, one assist, no points. That was a different Harrison. Uh, that was a different HB. Now this guy's shooting eight threes a game. He gonna have 20. He gonna have 20 plus tonight. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Okay. Harrison about to have 20 plus. He back. Averages say that's what he's gonna do. Yeah. Who's the third leading scorer the Kings needed? Well, it's Harrison Barnes. Who knew? For real. Boy. Well, prepare, prepare to, prepare to uh, whoop Will Z's ass. Just looking at the new preview by the numbers over on WillZStats.com. Over the last 16 games, Domas is shooting 68.9% from the field. Mm. Let this be my official request for more Sabonis field goal attempts. Yep. Get him, everybody. Quotes. Yeah, duck Will. <laughs> d- yeah. D- d- hide no, Will. I was listening yesterday. I was driving down to my parents uh, in the afternoon, and I wanted so badly just to send you all the numbers to back you up, but I couldn't. <laughs> uh, I'm with you, Damian. I think, and maybe it's more like game-by-game game base, but Sabona, he's too good of an offensive player to not take more shots. And it's, he's just, I mean, they're 10-4 and four when he takes 15 field goals or more. That's not fifteen's not that much, mm-hmm. like, and that's a pretty impressive winning percentage based on that. It's one of those things where he, I think, teams expect him to pass and are ready for it. And I, just, I don't know, especially tonight against the Pistons, he scored thirty-seven against them last game. He should feast inside, like they can't stop him mm-hmm. down low. And maybe we see it again tonight. Maybe the Pistons send double teams right at him and he can't get those shots up. But over the season, I'd like to see him shoot more. But that gets into the age-old question of where are those shots coming from. And I don't have a good answer for that. I, I don't know. Well, I think it's less of a game-by-game situation, more of just a game situation. Like if there's mm-hmm. if he's ma- if he's doing what he does and he's making those passes that convert his assist if they fall, but they're not falling – I think he can recognize that and go, let me see if I can get a basket. I think he's constantly trying to, you know, hurt or miss, HB missed. That's all right. I'm going to get them the ball back because the next one's going to b- drop. I'm going to get them the ball back. The next one's going to drop. And it's a great way of thinking. Like, what do you always say, Casey? Yo, if the three's open, like, shoot it. Mm-hmm. it. But there are times where it's like, hey, get a basket. Just get a basket. And I feel like Domas is capable of creating his own shot in that sense. I, I, I completely understand that. And and again, I'm not asking him to shoot 20 times a game. That's not what I'm asking. Right. And I think both of you guys, because I'll lump Will Z in this, even though he didn't say anything, mm-hmm. both of you guys' problem was the delivery, not necessarily what you were saying. <laughs> Damien comes mm-hmm. on here and says, I need Domas to do more. That's not what I... It should have been like, hey, Domas, shoot that ball, big dog. You, you were shooting 68%. I got faith in you, big dog. Like, don't that sound different? No, the guy, that's not what I said. He came on here. He said, Domas, you, you're dragging your feet out there. You need to step your game up. We got beat down in Cleveland last night because of you. Pick your game up. 
I shouldn't even come in when you're not here. <laughs> it's just every t- like when Kenny can't make it, show's canceled. There's no point in doing this because I don't need this. I don't need this. This is not what happened. Oh, um, give me the swing stat one more time. You said it was second chance points. Yeah, second okay. chance points. Um, again, just don't let them get the easy putbacks and the easy buckets on those second looks. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kings have done. They're the best team in the league at limiting those looks. They only give up 11.8 per game. That's least in the NBA. So not something that I anticipate being a problem, but more just looking on how they could things could possibly go sideways. Man, looking back at this box score, that's pretty wild that Domas scored 37 points in a game that Keegan scored 32, De'Aaron scored 26, and Malik scored 20. Jeez. Yeah. But as you mentioned, Harrison Barnes was out this game. Now, now he's about to go to work. Now he's about to be the one with uh, 32. <laughs> he's taking yeah. Keegan's points tonight. Uh, great stuff, Will. As always, we appreciate you, my friend, and we will see you back here for Kings Nuggets and on Friday. Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Care, Will. Thanks, Will. Whoops. Got rid of the whole layout. Look oh. at that. There we go. Oh. All right. Thanks, Will. I was looking at Will's jacket, wondering, like, was he just outside? <laughs> We'll got his raincoat on. We'll come back. Um, I know you want to talk 49ers. We'll do that. Uh, we'll talk more Kings basketball. Of course, we got our phones open. We mentioned that trade uh, involving the Detroit Pistons. The Timberwolves are sending Shake Milton and Troy Brown Jr. in a second-round pick uh, to Detroit in exchange uh, for Monte Morris. Are there more deals on the way? Stay tuned to find out. Steve Little KC brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Jump in the chat. Let a view too, Matt KC. It at Sky River or anyway. Apparently, Kenny was popular. It's amazing. We were bent together, did we the show the together. I was with all time. Nobody meet me. It's with him the whole time. Out there, you know, whatever. The street's I open. I say it's open. That's what they just kind of sneaky open. Don't tell nobody. Yo, Sky River at any point over the next days, walk into that humidor, man. It's where it's at. It is a five star experience. It is fire. I also heard. And you won't miss the. No, no, they'll take Which care of we Yeah, <laughs> We weren't. Shout out sure. to our guy, Allen, to yeah. make sure that He Allen, always man. takes yeah. care of he us. Um, they also took uh, my man, Jerron. He's telling me um, they got a 24-hour breakfast for now. 24 hours. Mm. Those things that was kind of, I think 32 brews to 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But the um, the the drons that they had in there, mm-hmm. I don't know if they were always two hours. Mm-hmm. But he said the breakfast spot they just opened. 24 hours. So you leaving the club. I know we used to go to Sherry's down in mm-hmm. afterwards. Sherry's ain't really popping like that no more. You leave the club, you can go to Sky River. Get you some breakfast. Do that. Yeah. Do that. And Wind I down mean, with a cigar. Before before you go to the Usher brunch on Saturday, you can maybe go get some stuff off. Solomon Vinyl. Uh, Saturday, uh, we'll be downtown dealing with KC, hosting uh, our first ever R&B brunch. Uh, at Solomon Vinyl beginning at 11 o'clock. Uh, I've got the link to reserve your table or reserve your spot. You could do one or depending on what you want to do that night. You could reserve a table. You could reserve a spot. Um, but those reservations will fill up quick. It's on my IG page right now. I think it's on 1025's IG page right now. Uh, HOF is better. Solomon Vinyl, Abs one. It's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, our man Complex is going to be out there. It's going to be the first time Complex is mixed oh, in Sacramento. Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah. It's about to go down. And oh, by the way, all this stuff that's happening outside right now, that's gone. Mm. That's gone this weekend. Yeah. I was, yeah, the, I was I'm, that last I'm not week. saying it's warm, 
this weekend. It's a little chilly. I'm just saying the sun will be out and the rain will be gone. Uh, So come through and hang out. We're really, really, it's the perfect lead in to uh, Usher's halftime performance in the Super Bowl. And I was at uh, Solomon Vinyl for R&B brunch the day of the Packers game, Mm -hmm. the 49ers Packers game. And they was outside. Oh yeah, we we getting we getting ready, baby. It's gonna be this is gonna be that times twenty. Yeah, we getting ready, baby. Super Bowl going down this Sunday. Niners up in that thing, boy. Hey, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm also getting charged up because I just I'm listening to stuff, man. It's, you know, maybe Patrick Mahomes, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and the, the Chiefs to just, you know, I don't know, I don't know how the little old Niners will be able to. Overcome. I don't know what the Vegas odd makers are thinking. They're clearly just trying to get some money, you know, and get get you to play on both sides. Because how would the Niners be favored, you know, in this game? Patrick Mahomes, you know, never bet against him. Little old Niners, just there for the ride, just there to have a good time. That's what it sounds like. I don't know. I don't know, man. What? What? Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just here. It's just little old Niners. Something, something, something seems to be bothering you. <laughs> no, not this. I just, I'm just listening to people talk about the game, and is you know, it, it's, it's all. It's Patrick Mahomes. How can it, you bet against him? Is it the don't? So, so the don't bet against Patrick Mahomes narrative is is bothering well, you. Well, I mean, there's that. They also just flat out think the Chiefs are better. You know, I've heard people talking about the Niners would be the fourth best team in the AFC if they were in the AFC. You know, that's been said on wax. You know. Just, hey man, hey, what you gonna do? Just you just try to show up and do what you can. If you're the little old Forty ers you know. I don't know, Kelsey, you know, you got him. The Chiefs' defense is is amazing. Uh, yeah, that's you know, a shoot it's, though. It's, it's that's amazing. the second best scoring defense yeah. in the league. Like that's that's a shoot. There's no narrative behind the, that. Well, that's the third, real. Isn't the third best the Forty ers Yeah, they can't stop a nosebleed, coordinate no. people. Well, you know. They can't oh, stop a nosebleed. Okay. Like I said, now, now, now the Lions, they had their way with the 49ers in one half for sure. Mm-hmm. But this whole thing, you know, Aaron Jones <laughs> ran all over the 49ers. So, all right. I mean, he, he, ran, he ran well. This is a serious question. Mm-hmm. Did you have any idea that the Sacramento Kings actually play Sunday? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. They're, I have, they play at they noon. Play? You won't miss anything. Oklahoma City. I thought it was okay. They play yeah, at noon. Yeah. I had no I idea. I didn't know that till like last night. Yeah, until like two days ago, three <laughs> days ago. I was like, "Oh, the Kings play now." Salute. They're getting all of the games will be over. Yeah. It's it, you know be, you won't miss anything. But I had absolutely no clue. That NBA the Sacramento Kings NBA does played. a good job with that. Kings. Uh, actually, they have the last time they. <laughs> Last time I think I could be wrong. Last time they had a game on Super Bowl Sunday, I think it was Kings Clippers. De'Aaron Fox goes crazy, gets the Kings to twelve and eleven. We do the show the next day, talking about oh boy they over five hundred. We was at home, mm-hmm. uh, and then they lost nine straight. Oh, <laughs> the first time. Remember the first time? Because remember, uh, was Ra- that the Super Bowl? It was the Super Bowl. It was Super Bowl Sunday, and Ramona Shelburne came on. That's couple, right. Like a week later, I was like, "Yeah, I had a story ready after Fox went off against the Clippers, and yeah. then they haven't won since." So I can't That's remember. right. So the second the Kings won a game, Ramona put her story out and did the media <laughs> round. She was like, "I had to get this joint out there." 
Yeah. So I did, but yeah, I didn't know till like a day, like the last night that they were playing this Sunday. Mm. Yeah. I. uh But you know, I mean, that's it's gonna be a nice consolation prize for me, you know, to see the Kings because the Niners. So it just the little old Niners. Okay. Everybody can run against the Niners. Everybody's just too dynamic. Well, you know how you know how recency bias plays into this. Like they didn't play well in a half mm-hmm. versus uh, Detroit. I don't know why the second half gets ignored. <laughs> I fi- I find that so odd because that's very literally the last thing you saw. Well, the thing but, about that I think is people think the coach cost them the game by not going for it on or by going for it on two fourth downs. So it wasn't the Niners who did anything. It was the it was uh, Dan Campbell. And Andy Reid ain't Dan Campbell, which he's not. Uh, but yeah, you know that won't that won't happen this time. The Chiefs mm-hmm. got opportunities; they're gonna play it smart and they're gonna execute. And the Niners just won't have a chance. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, All right. My thoughts on this are <laughs> um, obviously Patrick Mahomes is an incredible wild card in this game. Mm-hmm. I think. Christian McCaffrey's the one for San Francisco. Mm, we he, on the same page. He's the one where I'm watching, like, if the 49ers win this game, I think he winds up beating the MVP. Mm. And if the 49ers win this game, I think we're we're having memories of a, a five-yard run, six-yard run, seven-yard run mm-hmm. that turned into a 67, 68, 69-yard run. Mm. Um, he is so incredibly dynamic. And if he can get them to break – once, I think it opens things up so much for San Francisco. I, I got my eye on Christian McCaffrey in this game, and I don't know that I told you this, in my, and I, but I, but I said it on the show yesterday. My opinion hasn't wavered since the match has been set. I keep expecting it to, but it hasn't. I keep going back to the same thing. I keep going back to Christian McCaffrey and back to the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think that obviously I do. Like I, I would. I don't know if I'd ever feel like the Niners were going to lose the Super Bowl. I don't know if I'd feel that way. Uh, but if they did, if I did feel that way, I'd tell you. But um, I think the Chiefs are a tough matchup for sure. I respect the defense that they play. Um, but I just think I think the Niners are going to have something for that defense. I don't want to say light up or anything like that, but I think they'll have something for that defense. I think they'll, I think offensively – I think the I think the Niners will get to thirty. Mm. Really? Yeah, I think the Niners okay. will get to thirty. All right. I think the combination of Christian McCaffrey and Debo, when you talk about playmakers, when you talk about guys that it's hard to match up with, I think that's gonna be too much for Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even talked about Brandon Ayuk mm-hmm. and we hadn't talked about George Kittle. Mm-hmm. And then a guy like Juwan Jennings on third down, when you think you got everybody covered. Who's matching up with Juwan Jennings? Maybe they got enough guys to do that for sure. Um, but I think that's the case. I think everybody is overlooking because they've won, which is the most important thing, although it's not really the most important thing when it comes to Brock, but that's all another story. But it's the most important thing that they won. But this Chiefs offense hasn't looked right for months now. And it's not the same offense mm-hmm. that we're used to traditionally with the Chiefs. They're getting by. They're game plan in the right way, but I don't think this offense is near. I know this offense isn't nearly as explosive as it was in the past. And I don't think, like, I think they'll try to go station to station, 
with the 49ers, which if I think the 49ers are putting up 30, that's going to require the Chiefs to be perfect on the offensive end. They won't be able to not score for a half like they did in the AFC Championship game. They won't be able to not score in the fourth quarter the way they did against Buffalo. Mm. They're going to have to be perfect if they're trying to go station to station and make these long drives. And I think at some point, whether you know the drive stalls out, a turnover or something like that, they'll slip up. And I, I think I think the 49ers offense is going to have a day. Hmm. I'm all for it. I don't think that's gonna. That's not that that that's not my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think both teams are going to play perfect in this game. And if they do play perfect, I think it's going to be closer to perfect on the defensive end rather than the offensive end. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to be a low-scoring game. This is going to be LSU and Bama. But I, I would be pleasantly surprised if the San Francisco 49ers got to 30. Mm. Um, I see something a little more low-scoring than that. And I think about that often. I mean, go back to the, the – man, these, these games, they feel like they go by so quick. Um, and I think this is going to be a game of like the same magnitude. And I don't mean like the game. I mean our consumption of the game. I mean when play starts and the clock stops starts moving. I feel like these games go so quick because you see uh, teams, or at least we have lately, and maybe that's just because I've been so hyper-focused on the San Francisco 49ers, teams trying to rush the ball, trying to move the ball. Mm-hmm. And the game tends to go a little faster when you do that. There's no clock stoppages. Just everything is moving, 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 moving. Uh, and before you know it, you're a quarter and a half into this thing, halftime, six minutes away, mm-hmm. and it's three to zero. Um, I don't, man. I, I, I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards this. I, I'm with the San Francisco 49ers on this one. I'm just struggling to see thirty. I'd mm-hmm. be pleasantly surprised if they got there, but I don't see thirty for Kansas City either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see either one of those defenses giving up that many points. Yeah, I, I I think the Niners will be able to do it. I think they're, they'll have their offense all hands on deck. If we got to give the ball to Christian McCaffrey X amount of time, like every time. Any turnovers in this game? Uh, I'll say yes. Okay. I'll say yes. I don't know. By, it might be by the Niners. I don't, I don't know. But I'll, I'll say. I don't think there'll be more than one on each side, but I'm actually leaning closer to zero. Mm. Mm, I see you. They had a, a, your boy. Bill Simmons and Cousins. Not Sal. mine. I don't know how that <laughs> they, happened. They had. They, I wish I could remember all of them, but they had like the Prop Bet podcast. They do this every every year. Have mm-hmm. you heard the story about? So they people who listen, they they've heard this story, but they they have like a, a Gary Russell Prop Bet of the Year, and I don't remember the year it happened or whatever, but they picked like Gary Russell. I, don't, I forgot what team it was. The guy's name was Gary Russell, some obscure player, right? And the prop was, does he score the first touchdown or something like that? Mm-hmm. And they talked about it on the podcast. And Cousin Sal was like, yeah, I'm picking Gary Russell to score the first touchdown. That's that's the wild bet of the day or whatever. So they have that. And they talk about these people. They're at a Super Bowl party. Gary Russell scores the first touchdown or score any touchdown or whatever. And, like, the guy starts laughing like, oh, that's crazy. And then he sees to the other side, this other girl starts laughing, like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. And they look at each other like, were you listening to the uh, Simmons and Cousin Sal? They're like, yeah, like they're, they're the only two people in the room. Mm. Those people got married. <laughs> they end up meeting each other and getting married because of that podcast. Just a weird little story. But one of the funny props they had, and I'll ask you this question. 
Over under. Your love of Bill Simmons is my favorite thing. I'll tell you who it is. It's Sal. Sal's okay. Sal's hilarious. No, that's fine. I listen to Simmons, but Sal's yeah, hilarious. Fine. Okay. Do you jersey number for the first touchdown of the game? Over under nineteen and a half. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> That's a good one. So when you're talking over, you're talking Kittle, Kelsey, yeah, McCaffrey, yeah. Uh, who else is in there? I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I, I, I'm drawing a blank. Under, you're talking Brock Mahomes, Debo, Ayuk, Pacheco. Yeah, I mean, number. I guess well, Rice I is in there too. Over, but yeah, that's why I, don't I think do I'll go stuff. under. That's why I don't. Well, no, I think I'd go over because I think I think McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. So yeah. over. You oh, go over. Go yeah. Over. Okay. Yeah. Um. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.